0: Forget to rate our show and subscribe. Before we begin this podcast, if you or someone you know is in crisis or needs emotional support, there are tools that can help. So get yourself a pen and paper or open a note-taking app on your phone or computer. Feel free to pause this episode while you get yourself ready. The episode starts at one minute and fifty-two seconds. You can call Talk Suicide Canada at one eight three three four five six. 4566. You can text 45645, which is coming in the fall of 2023. In Canada, you can also call 988. The Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868. The Trans Lifeline in Canada is one 330 6366 And in the United States, one 565 8860 Or call nine one one. You are not alone, and you do not have to be alone. I would like to honor and recognize the traditional and unceded territories of the Katesi, Kwantlen, and Semiamu nations on whose territory I live, work, and play. (laughs) Welcome to We Are the ADHD Family Podcast. This podcast is meant to chronicle our journey with ADHD, autism, and other discoveries along the way. I reach out to advocates, experts, individuals, and other families that want to raise their voices and empower those on their journey. My name is Mark Sneets, and I am passionate about removing barriers for others through creating connections and building on strengths and practical problem solving. I am married to Siobhan, a parent of two wonderful kids, and all of us have ADHD. I want you to feel like you have power and hope. And now, into the episode. Welcome back, and this is going to be part three and the end of the story. Next week, because it is now June 13th, Tuesday, we have another appointment at Sunny Hill to do the second part of the assessment. It's with a speech pathologist. I'm actually really excited for this. The struggles that we go through to ask and what he wants to eat or how he's feeling inside. This pathologist has got a, I think it's like a master's in communication. Like it's his, it's his specialty of specialties. And I'm really curious. Both Siobhan and I are really curious to know what more is going to come out of this. And it feels really good to know that we have that big giant spreadsheet we have we're armed with all this knowledge and information and i am very comfortable at this point being able to push back and ask questions and clarify and the only reason is because what this whole experience has taught myself my wife is we need a framework parents need a framework. We ju- you can't just trust the doctor anymore. You need to be as educated about these things as they are. We don't have time to go to medical school. We're the ones trying to help our kids, advocate for our kids. We have to be educated as well. So I'm really curious to know if there's going to be some sort of communication diagnosis that comes out of this and it explains why some things are just harder for him to to tell us whether it's when he's hungry how he's feeling one thing that was a big challenge to do recording this was not to attack doctors teachers government believe me i have things i want to say i've only tried to record this part a whole bunch of times but it detracts from the story it detracts from our experience and i think saving that for a different episode is certainly the appropriate thing to do i'd also rather see change through conversation if i can reach out to those advocates that make a difference in the system if i can reach out to government leaders and talk to them including those that i disagree with and dislike anything to help further the conversation of wanting to see this change. And I guess there's more to it behind just wanting to see the change within the system itself. The other aspect is, look at all the stigmas that are around us. People with ADHD are dumb and lazy. People with autism flap their hands and tippy-toe walk or whatever. People with disabilities are useless. or cast aside. And nothing could be further from the truth. We need people to pay attention. We can either be a jerk about it, or we can be nice. And right now, what I see in the world, nice is in short supply. And if you're wondering how the relationship is with the pediatrician, it's fine. Were we angry? Yeah, we were. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) lie, but it is in the past. I can't change it, and I'm glad that we've stuck with her, because... She believed us, and that says a lot, when a lot of people didn't want to believe us. So let's wrap up this episode with the four points that I talked about in the very beginning. Number one, document, 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 document some more, and just keep documenting. When it comes to appointments and timeframes, do the best job you can to document those things. If I had to do it all over again, or if my wife and I had to do it all over again, we'd probably get a simple old-school calendar, one of those foldable ones you get at the dollar store and put your doctor's appointments and dates in that. Using the iPhone, it's fantastic, but I have no idea how to get the old stuff out of there. This is where technology kind of sucks in us in that sense. If you're documenting traits and things that you see, don't change. Don't change how you document it. Put it in, a, in an Excel file. It's probably the easiest way to do it. Word document. If you want to write a database, write a database. The world's your oyster as far as options for that. So there's my first piece of advice: document it. Document your emails. Print those out. Keep those. Anytime someone says something, follow up with a conversation, follow up with an email to say, here's what I re- here's what I take our conversation to mean, and this is what you said, this is what I said, and this is what we agreed with or not agreed with. That's the information you want to keep. Number two, if you're on a wait list, call the destination and confirm that the referral that the office sent was actually received. If you can't reach them, because some offices are like that then convince your doctor's office or whoever you're dealing with to call that other location and confirm with someone, a human, that it was actually received. There's a reason I'm saying this. Many offices still use fax machines. Don't just get the fax confirmation. I mean, get that part of it. That's good. But have someone on the other side actually confirm that the referral was received, a human voice. I had a friend that went through a similar situation to us, and they were missing the facts as well. They just had a shorter time frame take place than we did. Number three. Number three. If a provider you are dealing with does not want to see your information, hear your complaints, tries to brush you and and your concerns off, doesn't want to see anything you've documented or anything like that complain. And then number two, if that doesn't go in your favor, ask for a second opinion, something not to do with them. And if that person doesn't want to see that information, get a third opinion. Don't stop until you're satisfied that you have exhausted the answers that you were wanting to get. Again, it's your gut that's telling you that this is the right path for these things. Listen to it. If someone says to you, number four, If someone says to you that they don't want to diagnose you can't see my air quotes X or whatever disability it is whether it's ADHD, Down syndrome, who knows. Because there is no funding for it lodge a complaint with the organization or go above them. If a school doesn't want to give your child a designation go to the school district. If a doctor says I don't, they don't want to diagnose such and such, go above them to the College of Physicians or something like that. It really does suck to start an episode or something like this with talking about those four critical things. Actually, five things. I know you're probably tired. I know you're probably exhausted emotionally, physically, spiritually. I see your pain. My family has been through this. We get it. If you don't have a support network, build one. And that can be anything. Be gentle on yourself. You are doing the best that you can. A tiny bit of relationship advice from myself. My wife and I don't swear at each other. We're pretty respectful. We don't have big, huge arguments. Yeah, we get mad. And everybody does. Are you kidding? I drive her crazy. It's the little things that really count and make a difference when times are really stressed. For any partner, I'm not going to make it too gender-based here, bring flowers. Bring a card. Leave a little note. In that note, say how much you appreciate what they do how proud you are of them, how much you love them. Anything anything that is supportive and contributes to your relationship. Don't forget, you have a relationship with your spouse. Protect it. You are a team. You have to treat this as a team. You will come out stronger. And trust me, your kids will notice that you two are strong together. Don't compare relationships either. Your relationship will not look like our relationship. If you swear at each other, okay, that might be a thing that you guys just do. My wife and I don't. Know what is respectful for both of you. And that goes for if you're in a same-sex marriage as well. And it's time to laugh, because I did forget something. Just a perspective. The reason we want to push is... This is going to apply if your child is under 6 in the province of BC getting something like an autism diagnosis and pushing for it that means there's funding available and I believe it's 22,000 a year after your child is turned 6 you are brought down to I think 6,000 a year we went for our first initial assessment at 4 years 8 months and that would have landed us in the 22,000 range. Well, we're not exactly rich people here. We struggle just like you do. That's a lot of money that was left on the table as a result of that person, that initial die, the way that initial diagnosis came out, but also because you know, we were just wiped and if there is one regret I do have, it's that. It's not pushing hard enough for it. And maybe that's the wrong word to use. And maybe I'm just not being as kind to myself or ourselves. It was a bitter pill to swallow to know that we didn't have access to something like that, that we could help our, our son out. So just think of the money that's left on the table. And that's in itself is worth a fight. Let's dive into the story. I'm going to cast a big net for this, and basically we're going to rewind and go before Rage Night. One thing that has made this challenging, as I've mentioned on another podcast episode, was we have awesome records of all the traits and events that we've gone through with Owen. The one thing that was really hard to figure out were the doctor's appointment dates, (laughs) and where we could find half that stuff a lot of it's in you know iPhone calendars and all that but how to look that stuff up in the past i have no idea couldn't even tell you but that has made tracking certain appointments and milestones a little bit on the tricky side so i could tell you the date and time that he ate black beans out of the chili which is a kind of a foodie miracle there for for us but Can I remember the exact date we met our pediatrician and all that? No, I can't. Again, we'll go with broad strokes, and any years or months, we're going to use those as just general reference guides. And as I tell this story, the one thing I want you to keep in mind is that, again, my wife and I didn't know anything about this. We didn't understand dysregulation. We didn't understand the meltdowns. We didn't understand why he was lining up objects, the aggression, the violence, the transitions. We got none of that. No one came along and said, this is what's going on. We figured it out the absolute hardest way that was probably possible. And that made for a very stressful, emotionally challenging time. And I promise one final thing before jumping into all this. As hard as things were, there were a lot of really, really good times. And I want to save that for an episode because it really did change the way that we parent and we look at things. And I know I look at things, I'm just speaking for me. Pretty awesome. Uh, just some of the positive things that we've experienced with with O and, you know, why we love him so much and why we fight so hard for him. Thank you for listening to our show. How many bookmarks do you have in your web browser that you say, hey, I'm going to check that out later, but you still haven't done it? And they've been there for at least a year or longer. If you're hearing this message, you've reached the end of the episode, and for that, I want to say thank you. I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard, and are walking away with newfound knowledge. We are the ADHD family! See you soon for a new episode. I have three things to ask of you. Number one, if you have any comments, questions, or guest ideas, please leave a comment on the Facebook page. Number two, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It helps people find us. And number three, if you want to be a guest on the show or know someone who would make a great guest, contact me through our Facebook page. This podcast is open to everyone. You don't need to be an expert, just passionate and want to see change. The opinions expressed by the host and guest are not associated with any employer or organization unless otherwise stated. Any medical information on this site and podcast is provided as an information resource only and is not to be used or relied on for any diagnostic or treatment pro- purposes. This information does not create any patient physician relationship and should not be used as a substitute for a professional diagnosis and treatment. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or guidance about a specific medical condition. The show, host, and its guests expressly disclaim responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of your reliance on the information contained in this site or show. By visiting this site and listening to this show, you agree to the... By visiting this site and listening to this show, You agree to the terms and conditions which may from time to time change or be supplemented by the show host.